Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined by the rest of Team Speedy Arrowcast, Mr. John Moltz. Uh, I should have a sound, but I don't. Like, thwip, thwip, I guess. Yeah, I don't that's know. fine. No, <laughs> but, we, we don't have the budget yeah, for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Don't spend all of our money in one place. And Mr. Guy English. Good thunk. <laughs> See, oh, no. There you go. There's your sound effect. It sounded decisive. Whoops. So what, one of you jerks needs to do the um, the review. I had, you know what? It's got to be me. I actually did some. I actually, I, no one's let, I haven't done it in a while either. So I can, I'm happy to do it too. But Guy, if you want it. I have not done it this season. And I honestly, my move is to dodge every single time. <laughs> you you think we would have caught on to that by now and yet. Well, okay. Here's a little behind the scenes magic for listeners. I show up to the show late every time. I'm always like 20 minutes, half an hour late all the time. And if you listen, I managed to dodge doing the recap. It's impressive. And I was feeling, I was starting to feel guilty about this. Neither of you guys called me on it, really. But I was beginning to feel like I was pulling an ollie on you. I'm like just being a dick. Yeah, really. Wow. Tell me about it. So yeah. today I showed up on time and I've got notes about the show. Wow. Okay. okay. I, one of these yeah. days I'm going to have to start taking notes. All right, guy, tell us, tell us, since you were volunteering, tell us what happened in this week's episode, which I've just realized I don't remember the title. Haunted. Haunted is the Haunted. title. Yeah. Episode five. So uh, I'm not going to do it super fast, but uh, <laughs> in a flashback to the first time we see Sarah, it's not a flashback, but in it, recalling the first time we see Sarah, uh, Sarah comes out of the blue and murders a couple of racists who are uh, racist rapists. They're probably racist too. Cause they're probably, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. those guys looked super racist. <laughs> they were, they were the worst. These are the worst people on earth. Like they're horrible. Anyway, so she kills one and, uh, saves a woman from being attacked. And just as we think, Oh, that's kind of cool. If a little angry, uh, she attacks the woman. <laughs> um, the police show up doing a pretty good job. I got to say, Pretty Johnny on the spot, uh, and Sarah runs away. Uh, we meet a new political strategist for Ollie's uh, mayoral campaign, uh, and he wants Ollie to distance uh, himself from Laurel. Uh, there's a mention of Chabakudrick, yeah, which, <laughs> which is, is kind of funny. Yeah, it's fairly surprisingly spot on, actually. It is. It's incredibly spot on. But I don't know if you noticed there was no mention of Kennedy. Yeah, well, I, I thought about that, too. As a Boston area native, I immediately thought, hmm, are they going to mention that that was Kennedy? No, man, it's no, not. They just We're totally bailed right on Kennedy. Yeah, I wonder it's, why a, that it's, a, it's a political scandal from yeah. years ago. I can't even remember the name of the <laughs> you guy. You know it. That. Yeah, it really was <laughs> yeah, spot like, on, though. I was like, oh, damn, that's... I yeah. like it's a it's like a hipster it's like a hipster it's political the, uh, scandal. The like, indie, yeah, I, it's it, the indie you political scandal. You probably never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that is a legitimate, honest to God, scandal, and that's it's kind of crazy in and of itself. Putting that aside, uh, on the island, we meet John Constantine, who is being questioned, by which I mean punched in the face, uh, <laughs> and angry guy who's onto Ollie being uh, a double agent confronts him with the bag and points it out to Baron. Oh, I can't pronounce his last name. What's Writer. His name? Writer. Writer. He, can we can we make up a name for angry guy because I can't remember his name? Can we call him like Conklin? I think it's Conklin. Can we call oh, him like uh, Biff or something? I sure, don't know. Biff. Okay, he looks like a Biff. He looks like a Biff. Biff Conklin <laughs> looks like a guy's a total. That's Biff. action, actual DC character. <laughs> Biff Conklin, probably like Simon Conklin, but we'll just call him Biff. Um, Biff is like 
dude, I just found a radio <laughs> and this guy's people are blowing up and we're losing drugs. Why are we not shooting this guy? And there is no reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Hand, hand waving, <laughs> hand waving. Yeah. The Baron is the least impressive villain we've ever seen on the show because, <laughs> because um, Constantine grabs a gun out of Biff's hand uh, and apparently Biff just he's got a glass jaw because he just he's gets knocked out. These guys are a little sloppy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Constantine okay. holds right, the gun good. to Ollie's head <laughs> and then Baron, bad guy just gives up, puts yeah, his well, gun once down. Once again, like, kind of a question because it's like how important is Oliver Queen really to him that he's like, oh, I'm going to put my gun down now because you're holding this guy who I met like a week ago. <laughs> I really hope that there's something there because other like at this point, he just looks like a huge fanboy. Well, he's also he's <laughs> lost two. Remember that he's lost two guys now. Yeah, he's down. He's down two men because Ollie killed them. <laughs> so he might well, just need yeah. the manpower. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. He's got a human resources issue. Well, I'm just thinking he's a fanboy. I just think he's honestly reading People magazine. Well, and Ollie Queen is like yeah, a fanboy he, he guy. Did. And he's like, I kind of like hanging out with him. It's cool. He Maybe clued into it super fast. You're yeah. Oliver Queen. Yeah, we can go clubbing together. Right. Uh, so basically, that scene makes no sense. And it, it doesn't make any sense. There's, there's an army around. You see people running around in the background. And Constantine just walks around with a gun, shoots a couple of tires out. And long story short... Only and Constantine team up to go find a MacGuffin. Uh, and here's my favorite team up that happens. Dig and Lance team up. Lance, yeah. has, been, uh, Lance has been tasked to go and uh, mess up some computers by, by uh, Damien Dark. And he teams up with Diggle to do it. I would watch a show with just Diggle and Lance. <laughs> I am not even kidding. I would totally watch that season, show. Season four, Lance, yes. Yeah. And it had, yes, this Lance. Not like season three, this. not season three. No, Lance, no. no. Maybe season no. two, Diggle, though. Oh, that'd season, be better. Season one, Diggle. Yeah. Season one, yeah. Diggle is pretty great. In like great. the first couple of episodes with Lance, <laughs> would just, that would be the best cop movie ever. It would be amazing. Um, so they team up, and it hadn't occurred to me before watching this that, uh, Dick was probably the guy that Lance has the most respect for out of the super friends. <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, they seem to be most like they sort of have the most Similar. in common. Yeah. I hadn't realized yeah. how compatible they were. Yeah. Anyway, so they team up to go and mess up some server. They both uh, have daughters named Sarah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, sorry, that's kind of ironic. She's she's now named after someone who's not dead. <laughs> I thought about that too constantly in this whole thing. Like, oh man, we could have named her something else. Yeah, that's I right. What a waste. Thought of that at all. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that at all. Um, so Sarah attacks the attacks Thea, but uh, Thea manages to escape. Uh, and then, but she's hospitalized because she takes a serious beating. Yeah. Uh, so that's th the thing, right? She's 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 hunting when she's like attacking that that girl is getting raped. She's actually just trying to attack the girl because she's yeah. attacking people who look like. Well, Thea. and that was the was super confusing to me in the very first scene because I was like, did Thea get a job at like a fast food place that I don't remember? Because like that very first right. scene, I sort of thought it was her. Right. Yeah. But I think yeah, I, that yeah, that I, bit that bit's actually pulled off pretty well. I think. Yeah. No, I think that that made because sense it, to me. And because Ollie, like, clues in on it, like, immediately. Which, well, yeah, that was you know, the thing I thought of immediately, too, right? Like, she killed her, so, you know, tracking her down. Yeah, I didn't, 
Yeah. I didn't get it until Ollie said it. I don't get anything until Ollie says it. <laughs> well, we put it on the screen too, and then they so that uh, oh, these people look so. <laughs> Well, they put it on the screen. Say there were, there were subtitles that I missed. You put them side by side. You're like, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. That's She's pretty She's got a type. There's two yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, so Sarah manages, uh, Thea manages to escape Sarah's attack. Uh, and at the hospital, basically all the secrets come out. Uh, we uh, Ollie learns that Thea killed people to take the edge off her going bananas. Uh, and Ollie confronts um, Laurel about going to uh, going to Pandaland. <laughs> you um, went to Pandaland without me. You know I yeah. love pandas. I love Pandaland. Yeah, so so uh, that's pretty cool. It's all it, it, like it's making sense. At least they're not. I like that they're not doubling down on secrets anymore yeah. this year. They're just yes. like, okay, well, here's what happened. Um. What happens next? Oh, uh, Lance and Diggle in the best cop show ever. <laughs> CSI. <laughs> CSI Star City. Uh, they attach a big USB dongle <laughs> that they're calling a rat <laughs> to a server. Which is a thing. Which, I, I mean, an RAT is a thing. A rat is a thing, but it it doesn't, del- it's not a box. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it starts deleting files. Uh, and in classic computer movie <laughs> TV, TV, way, yeah. they they show you the name of the file, and then it gets deleted. Very anyway, it's brilliant. <laughs> and then they notice that Andy's uh, Andy Diggle's name is on the list, uh, but they don't really get any more information about it. Um, what I get... like, what I like is Diggle thinks he can roll it back and see the file that he deleted. Uh, yeah, oh, I want to see undelete installed, right? I want to see what I just deleted. Yeah, which is totally misses the entire point of deleting. <laughs> like, if you could just undo it, why be there? Um, Lance has an awesome plan, which is basically hit Diggle in the head, which I actually kind of loved. Um, because he hits him in the head, and then he says, "Look, I'm a detective, and I like caught this hacker." Uh, and and then, I also like the whoa, whoa, diggle. Whoa. And then presumably what leaves while they're like off finding. <laughs> I don't right, know. Right, he, he tells the security guys to go get help, and then I don't know. Whatever. Call he it in. It. We're out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This episode moves very fast, and nothing makes sense. By the way, like it's, <laughs> there's like three yeah, there's shows too much. Worth it. I mean, they it's don't like show they from pack. point A to point B ever. No, right. It just yeah. it just moves. Like it's just it's got twenty things it wants to do and about forty minutes, so it's just gotta keep going, you know. Um But I like that Diggle gets hit in the head and when he comes to he's like, That's a good plan, but I wish you'd told me about it before. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was nice. Um What happens next? Oh yeah. Ollie and uh Ollie and Constantine find the MacGuffin. In the magic room, and all these yeah. got a nice trick with his uh, his handcuffs. Everyone gets out of handcuffs in this episode. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Team Arrow and catches it, Sarah in the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Which, Whatever we'll, club we'll, that we'll is. We'll talk about more about this after. Oh, uh, no, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's their club, right? Yeah, in the, sorry, yeah, in yeah. The, like, I'm going from the... Uh, verdant. The verdant. Verdant. Yeah, like the, the, the skeleton. Just, just means verdant, green guys. Like, which spoiler. is just, yeah. which, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, these um, guys are so on top of their game. Um, <laughs> which is it, which is empty now, which I wasn't even completely sure of. 
Well, I well, mean, because they hadn't mentioned it. Also, real estate in Starling, Star City is not really at a prime right now. So like, apparently, no. nobody's yeah. buying old club warehouses leaving. down yeah. in this in the well, the glades. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. 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 No one's buying that. They well, bought, they bought the old campaign office. Like nobody wants anything anymore. Apparently, the other and the other club is identical. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's the don't. same. It's it's exactly the same club. If you know, in terms of loud music, uh, lights, and dancing. That's well, all there's only so many places in Vancouver that you can do this kind of stuff. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a train station in Flash that is identical to the one where they uh, faced off with Captain Boomerang last year. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Economy. Well, sure. So, uh, anyway, so they capture Sarah. Uh, Laurel is carrying a gun and kind of wants to put it down, but uh, Nolly takes care of it. And he tells her, let's get her soul back. Personally, I would have said that before. Like, I've got a plan to give her soul back, but you know, <laughs> yeah, Ollie, lead with that. Ollie doesn't do it. <laughs> Ollie doesn't reveal anything until he absolutely has to. Um. So until the he, viewer is ready to know. Yeah, exactly. So Ollie picks up the phone and calls uh, John Constantine. Like, he literally picks up the phone and calls John yeah. Constantine, yeah. which I like. It's just got him on and speed I, dial. Yeah, and I like that uh, Constantine is just like Oliver, like he. From what we've seen in this episode, none of this makes sense. So we have the, the notion that they've interacted in other ways. Because otherwise, like, how would Constantine have his caller ID set to Oliver? <laughs> right, right. How would, he, how would Oliver have his number? How... Any, none of it makes sense. Stop yeah. thinking that any of this needs to make sense. No, Just keep no. rolling. I'm like, okay. I'm okay with it. I'm okay this with episode that. needs to roll down a hill real quick. Anyway, so, uh, and guess what? They connect... They connected on LinkedIn. <laughs> they I endorsed it for soul after restoring. After the island, after the island, they connected on LinkedIn. So, so um, he, he calls up Constantine, and in what I can only assume to be magic, he appears in the yeah in the, in the <laughs> He was in Nanda Parbat. He just hopped over to Star City. You know, it's a quick trip. No. How he's like, he, you... says, he says, how fast can you get to Star City? Like, yeah. And the answer is <laughs> literally like instantaneously. Instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like that they're just like, forget it. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like the editors must have been watching this and was like, okay, we just, just keep going. Just forget it. Keep rolling. Um, then, so Ollie and Laurel and Constantine go into Magicland. And which is very it's near Panda Land. Yeah, which is very uh not as magic y as you would expect, except that when you run in it's like Scooby Doo cell, when you run out one door, you run in the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh but basically it's very literal. You kill a few bad guys and you pull her out of the uh, you pull Sarah out of the uh the pit. Yeah. One of whom is presumably supposed to be Roz, but they didn't get the actor. So yeah, so it's kind just of a, it's just like, a guy with yeah. Roz's sword yeah. and dressed up as Roz with a oh, I didn't thing, even with a thing with I a was, thing across his face. I'm pretty sure that was Roz's sword. Yeah. Right. So I think that was supposed to be him. But they didn't say it just because they obviously couldn't get the actor. So they, Well, he's also not very good at sword fighting, that guy. Like <laughs> Well, he got beaten by Constantine. He can't be exactly. that good, right? Well, yeah. he's also a figment, right, of their imagination. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I just found that entire thing too literal and they could have done something a little bit crazier. I agree. But, yeah. yeah. It's but whatever. Right. You know, kill some demons and pull it from the pit. 
Um, after that, we see, oh, um, Laurel talks to, oh, Thea, sorry, talks to Ollie and says that she uh, expects him to be mad at her. And Ollie says uh, well, he doesn't have the right to be mad at anyone for keeping secrets. And that he's sorry that he made her feel that she had to. Uh, in the flashbacks, Ollie gets magic from Constantine after they break up the MacGuffin into two pieces so they can both get a little bit of MacGuffin. Um, <laughs> in the, uh, in back in modern times, uh, Ollie and Laurel meet up in the campaign office and they're friends and they give each other a big hug and Ollie's in these scenes acting like a really mature grown up person who's yeah. not quite the dick that we're going. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't he's recognize like, him anymore. He's, he's growing up and he's like, kind of happy for him. Yeah. Um, so sort of in a couple of denouements, uh, Lance and Diggle in what it has to be the, the spinoff show that we need to lobby for. Uh, <laughs> Lance shows up and gives Diggle uh, a file on Andy. Um, basically, Andy's was wrapped up in some stuff in Afghanistan, and that's how he uh, caught, cut the ire of Hive. We're, we're led to believe, at least. Um, and Curtis <laughs> but and Lance... Lance confirmed it. Yeah, I don't know where he gets that. <laughs> it's file solid. From. Yeah, no, it's. I made up this <laughs> well, he document. Got it, he got it from. Yeah. I have a he bunch got it from of Damien these... Dark, didn't he? He doesn't hand him a file, though. He just tells him. Okay. No, he does. He hands him a file. Oh, does he hand him the file too? He's like, you don't need to. I read thought he got it from Damien Dark. No, no, no. Like, I'm saying Dark no, no, doesn't no, no, give no, Lance Dark a file. Oh yeah, Dark doesn't give Lance. Lance is like, oh, I got like a dozen of these classified folders in the office. and stuck some papers in it. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I printed this stuff off the internet. <laughs> well, up until now, Lance didn't know that this was an issue. So maybe right. he he can some strings. call in some favors. Yeah, because he does confront like Dark. Okay. Who we need to talk about because that guy's awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, He's great. He, okay, we'll get to that in a bit because I'm so excited yeah. to talk about him. Anyway, so Lance gives Diggle a file on Andy because Lance is a stand-up guy. And Diggle's an ace. Uh, and Diggle thanks him for it, even though he's not happy to learn the truth. Um, in the second denouement, uh, Curtis, who is <laughs> wired on energy drinks and uh, <laughs> Felicity, decode Ray's last message, which is basically that he's alive and in trouble. Yay! And so next week, another resurrection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of a different sort. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Flash guys are laughing at how long that took to do a recap. But... That's fine. That's fine. We <laughs> yeah. have more fun than they do. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. right. That's exactly the case. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, there's a ton of great stuff in this episode. I mean, let's just start with, I think, sort of the big draw for me. And I was surprised how sparingly he was used. But John Constantine, Matt Ryan reprising his role from the short-lived NBC series um, based on the Hellblazer comic book. Um I love Matt Ryan. I think he's great. I I finished this episode and was like, if anything, I want it. It's like normally in this this kind of thing, I'd be like, oh man, he's great. He should have his own show. I'm like, nope, they already did that. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really good. He's a great Constantine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he could be. A, yeah, I think he could be a good element in this show. I would yeah. love to see them bring him as back a re- and as they, a recurring. As supposedly a recurring they have. I said, think he's a little like um I don't know misused or something here. Yeah. Um, because I mean, part of the problem is that if you don't know the other, I mean, not having seen any of the of the Constantine TV show, it just seems like a like um, 
plot device, you know, just like a, a cheap plot device to to get six, Sarah. Six mechanic. To, yeah, right. yeah, right. To get it's Sarah back. Okay. Yeah. It's like we've had this problem, you know, since Sarah's been resurrected, we've had this problem that's going on for like a couple episodes anyway. And now we're just going to make it go away by waving our hand. Well, but I mean, he's, you know, if you're going to deploy a character and an established character from the DC universe, you know, he makes sense from a plot perspective. Um, and this season, I think because we're doing so much stuff with sort of mysticism and magic already, we already saw that with Damien Dark. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like it makes sense to bring in someone who's, as John says, on the side of the angels uh, to be, you know, to be sort of Team Arrow's go to uh, guru, or if you will. Uh, yeah. The, the, the producers I just wish, have I wish he had said, been teased. I wish he had been teased earlier. Yeah. The producers have supposedly said that this was a one off. Um, I tend to think in most cases that that's sort of code for we're going to see how it goes. Maybe we'll right. bring him back. I, I think he's a great actor, and I think he and um, both Matt Ryan and Stephen Amell seem to have good chemistry. Um, I enjoy the, the sort of the scene with him and the rest of Team Arrow is a pretty good scene. He got, got like most of the main cast in there, which is pretty great. Um, yeah. And I think he's he's fun. He's, you know, he's got he's just he's a good actor. He plays that role to a T. Uh, and I would love to see more of him. I agree with you. I'd like to see him more like sprinkled throughout the season rather than just yes. a, like we're going to throw everything in, right. in this one right. episode. I don't, I don't like the helicopter thing. Right. Yeah. But it's I think what, it was smart to like. use him. It was smart to use him in the flashback though. I thought yeah. like it is well, a little yeah. disjointed, oh, yeah, yeah, but it was smart to, to like lay right. it down there. Cause otherwise he doesn't come into like halfway through the episode. Yeah. yeah. On the other yeah, hand, I mean, if, you, if you hadn't done that, then it would have been, then it would have been even worse. Yeah. Right. On the other hand, uh, he seems really indebted to Ollie, and I don't buy it from what happened in the flashback. Like, Ollie saves him. Okay, he saves his life from getting crushed by a thing. Well, maybe. But... I just, see, the thing is, you don't know. Like, I think they've done this previously, though, where there's multiple incidences That's... incidents that you don't you haven't seen yet. It's exactly what I'm getting at. Is yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's got to be more right. to it than what we saw. Seem, it seems like it. Seems yeah. like it. Yeah, I, I do like, I mean, I personally, my favorite lines from the episode are almost all either him or uh, Felicity lines, oh. um, including... I was going to say Damien Dark, but... Damien Dark, actually, Damien oh, Dark God, there's is, a lot oh of good God. lines in this episode. Felicity's, <laughs> I'm just glad the latest person from Oliver's Pass is in another gorgeous woman, is spot on. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. That's perfect. Um, also, you know, Constantine's, you know, if this, uh, if this doesn't work out, well, I'll be too dead to care. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that he, I kind of like that he is uh he's a different kind of character on the show. Um well yeah. a, it's all the magic using stuff. B he's like smoking and he's kind of a like a mess kind of guy. Right. Uh, like he does Which not is have why I think he fits together, why I think he fits you know? in and could yeah. do well as a recurring character yeah. because they like don't the, have they don't have that element. Right. And he's like a He's an ass when he's standing around. He's like, oh, man, Ollie, yeah. if you told me you were hanging out with all these hot chicks, I'd be here more often. Like, well, he's right. that's, I mean, and that's Constantine, right? He's kind of flirty, yeah. kind of uh, devil-may-care, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the if other anything, thing is I this – go ahead. I, when they were in the uh, the dead space, the, the, <laughs> For lack the of ma- magic word. land, I kind of I, – I, I didn't really want him to pick up a sword and fight. I would have loved it if he just took a smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do they actually show him smoking in this episode? I don't think they do. He no, makes a reference no. to wanting no. a cigarette, but I have a feeling the CW would frown upon that. There was some big talk when on the NBC show about whether or not, like in the pilot, I don't think he they, he smokes opening, at all. The opening shot is him stepping on a cigarette, putting it out. Ah, okay, okay. So that's as so, close as we get. 
Yeah, it's implied that he smokes, but yet what we right, see is not... the extinguishing of smoking. Yeah, right. like, whereas don't where do it that. doesn't really work. I mean, this character is, of course, that is a trademark of the Constantine character is that he's like a chain smoker, right. which you know yeah, gets which him in trouble. Ties into the story, right? Because <laughs> yeah. he's dying of lung cancer. Which, but yeah, we whatever. can't do that on the CW. I don't yeah. think because it's not that yeah. kind of yeah. show. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but the I, thing I, is, like they they uh, this season, everybody is getting along so well that you yeah. kind of need somebody who's just being a jerk. I mean, yeah, to a, yeah. to a certain degree, or you know, just, or being or being gruff and rough. Yeah, right. Like he's a jerk, and he this is going to get some but people. I, to, I, you know hey, what? I, so I'm British, but I mean, he's being a jerk <laughs> in the British way of just like being <laughs> like the 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 gruff in your face, like just making fun. I, I of think your point kinda. about like everybody getting along, but at the same time, I think it's kind of refreshing to not have everybody constantly at odds. Like there's grudging oh, relationships, yeah. and there's conflict but conflict that gets like the oliver and laurel conflict laurel you know gives him what for and i think honestly that it's valid like her 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 critiques of oliver you know or at least the oliver that we've known up until this point is perfectly reasonable he is kind of self-centered and you know he does have a double standard for these things she's not entirely right because she also you know went too far and crossed some lines and stuff but at the same time you know there's there is some conflict there and i feel like the two those two characters you know Again, we've talked about this in the past. You know, they. I think Laurel kind of suffers from being, you know, sh- sh- shoved aside because of fel- how good Felicity and Oliver's chemistry was, and so they've sort yeah. of struggled to figure out what to do with her. Um, and you know, so she's taking kind of a backseat. But I think she's a good supporting character. I don't know if you know the actress is happy playing just a supporting character when I think she was probably intended to have a more significant right. role. But. You know, I think that they they have some good moments this week, and I think that it's nice that that is a conflict that then gets fixed, essentially, by the end of the episode, right? Especially with Ollie being like, she's my friend, I screwed up, I'm going to make things better. You know, let's let's just get that out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I am much more in favor of the way things are being handled this season than the previous seasons, um, particularly mm-hmm. last season. But um, I just mean that. It's fun to have someone who, you know, because these are, like like we've said before, they're all acting like adults now, which is great, but it's fun to have someone there who's acting like a child. Ruffling some feathers. Yeah, with a peacock feather scene where he scratches his back. (laughs) That was so weird. Yeah. But it kind of Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like, I mean, he's kind of like almost the same element as Harrison Wells as being on another show. (laughs) But for all of the stuff that they dropped in this episode, just to squeeze everything in, they kept the back scratching with a peacock feather for some reason i don't know i, I liked it <laughs> i'm glad um, they did that was good yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a good moment for him but yeah um lance confronts laurel about sarah's escape with a very legitimate thing of like <laughs> this is i didn't shoot my daughter and i'm not i'm not happy that i was in that position but if i had shot her fewer people would be dead yeah which is you know well, and, and Ollie sad, has the same point, sense, right? too, where, like, right. you know, Laurel's like, why didn't you tell me? I, or, yeah, because I knew you were going to judge me about this. And, and Oliver's like, yeah, but which I, is childish. That's, yeah, it's like Oliver's like, I would have helped you so that nobody else was dying. Right. Um, yeah, which and, that's, again, and that's a that's a big reveal that happens in this episode and is handled, again, adultly, as opposed to in previous years where right. the, the, Ollie and Laurel would have been on the outs for, like, half the season. Well, and then yeah. Ollie has the, you know... He's growing up. He's, he, not I only that, but that. he's kind of got the moral ground on that one. He's like, you know, don't, yeah, be, don't yeah, be selfish exactly. about this. Like, people are dying because you didn't tell me this. Yeah. And you then feel judged? Like, I don't care if you'd feel judged. 
Um, we and, can't let people die. And I, he said something similar to Thea, too. Yeah, earlier. your point. Yeah, you, you it's like, yeah, I'm later judging. About that. Well, is this Thea? Yeah, I, I am judging you. If What is it? If you see a judgmental face, uh, look on my face, it's because <laughs> you're playing with forces that you oh, don't yeah, understand and people world, are yeah. dying because of it. So, yeah, I'm judging <laughs> right. you for that, which is completely <laughs> rational. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, and your point, the line that you quoted earlier where he says to Thea, like, I'm not in a position to judge people for having secrets, you know, is also a great sort of self, uh, yeah. self-knowing self comment from Ollie, who has spent so long keeping secrets, he's, right? He's growing up. Yeah. And so I, I'm really, I'm digging, I'm digging the vibe. I'm, I'm enjoying all this. This is a jam-packed episode, and I do think yeah. it suffers from that a little yeah. bit. It really could have been a two-parter. Right. But they have so many boxes they need to tick. You know, oh, they're, they're just, on this, this. This one was rolling downhill. Well, so this, fast. Right. I mean, and they're on a <laughs> like, and I think, you know, we talked a little bit about like the, the relationship last year when the flash launched and how they had to sort of, you know, it felt like some things fell by the wayside. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that in this, you know, on both shows with the like knowing that Legends of Tomorrow is coming up in mid season is like, we got to bring back all these characters. You know, we've got to do this and that. We got to deal with Firestorm over on the Flash. We got to deal yeah. with Sarah and, and uh, Ray over here. So, like, there's a lot of crap that needs to happen in the front half of these seasons. Right. And so, in any, in any other season, I feel like this could have been a two parter. Um, but yeah, know, here we are. Here we are. We are one and done. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of loosely thrown together too, and but it, there's enough that's fun about it that it it's still an enjoyable watch. I think it is. I mean, it's not quite a two parter, but uh, One Sarah Sarah got quote unquote fixed, but we didn't see her <laughs> afterwards, right? Right. And I think that's what we're going to end up. We'll see some. With. I think we'll see some echoes of that next week. Yeah, Things- I'm glad they kind of didn't try to shoehorn it in because there was really yeah. no time yeah. to have cool. Sarah be like, "Oh, I feel much better." Like. No, just deal with it next time. Just. Um, uh, on this episode of, I don't know, we need a, we need a good name for like the uh, for like our location scouting bit. But the thing, interesting things I learned: the lair, a sweet conference table. Yeah, yeah. I thought they <laughs> oh, had yeah. like, for a second. I thought they had like a crystal ball there too. I was like, wow, they are really getting into this whole mystic new age thing. Also has a garage, right? Which Lance just drives into, drives into, and there there's, there's all the motorcycles. motorcycles, yeah. I was which like, we've that's seen, sweet. But, okay, cool. Yeah. They really spent a lot of money on this. Yeah, there is some weird. There's some weird set changes though, too, or like set movements or whatever. I mean, like because aren't they? They like isn't Thea in the the lair, and then the next minute she's like. I forget how that how She's that goes, but it was like she gets attacked. Yeah, there's and, just a weird there's a weird jump there someplace. Yeah, then they where take it her seems from like the she was someplace take... else, and all of a sudden she's in this other place. Yeah, yeah. She's in the lair, and then oh, they 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 decided they going to lay a trap. I think then... it's no, I you know what I think it is. I think it's because she she gets attacked by um, Sarah in her apartment or wherever she's staying. Well, she's Laurel, staying with Laurel. She's staying. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, that's what threw me because I was thinking that she was not staying. I forgot that she was staying with Laurel and she stumbles out of the hallway. And I'm like, that's the hallway in Laurel's apartment. She happens to stay. She's staying in the same apartment building, but she's actually, she is actually, she's staying in the literally same place. I forgot yeah. that. So um, by the way, that's on Laurel's me. apartment on this show is the least safe place. Be. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually is really the true. the worst. It's Never always ever. been right. It's, it's yeah. It's always can we flash back to our best scene I think oh, ever, which is um, 
This is Slade Wilson who just shows up in yeah. season two, knocks on her door, is like, hey, how's it going? By the way, Oliver <laughs> Queen's the arrow. See you later. Peace. It's, Peace out. It's crazy. Um, I mean, people gun run a gun in like season one. It's crazy. Like, do not ever hang out there. Um Guy, you mentioned Damian Dark, and I wanted to to give again another I think we've been giving a lot of shout outs to Neil McDonough, but he continues to deliver. Yes. This guy oh, yeah. is he's fantastic. And I think he's amazing. Part of what uh, makes him great in this role, part of what makes this this role as a villain is great. And we talked a little bit this about this in the like uh first few episodes, is that they just they jumped right in with him, right? We had no build up. We had he's here, he appears in like the third scene of the season, right? And like Well he's teased, he was teased last season. Very briefly. But so like, it's like you knew you knew about him. Yeah, yeah. But, but like um, as a presence, yeah. it wasn't like Raz El Ghul where it was like, oh, yes. Raz El Ghul, Raz El Ghul. And then eventually you meet him. In this case, he's just like, I like that he's just kind of lingering in the background of all these, doing all his little machinations. And so you get like a couple scenes with him every week. And that's enough to like give you like the picture you need of this guy, I feel like. You don't need him to spend a lot of time like having dramatic face-offs. And like that's the problem yeah. of when you hold the villain too late in the season, then everything starts to feel like every scene has to have like a ton of import and like huge yeah. weighty proclamations. Like every time Oliver met with Ray- Rachel Ghoul, like there's like six different meetings. Oh, there's gotta be there's, really But there's still things that are going on that you don't know about. Um, yeah, because... absolutely. I mean, there's like he keeps like he's receiving these boxes and things like he's doing these rituals and there's something going on there that it's good, but it's being teased been... out in a nice way. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, and he is such a such a good he's such a good villain. He is Neil McDonough is so I, good at yeah, playing a villain. Yeah, I think he's, he's a pretty pretty sure. yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like when Lance comes in and says, you know, I took care of that thing for you. <laughs> Erase those names and. <laughs> And then he doesn't leave. And he says, what, what are you waiting for, a cupcake? It's yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, and even just when he, like, gives he, him the whole rundown on Andy Diggle, and he's like, what's this guy? Like, he's like your best friend or something, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah, he's just like, like he's like a regular, he's like he's a regular guy. Like, he's like yeah. a regular funny man, yeah. except he has like, evil powers. I, yeah. He's like a boss. Like a, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Okay. Maybe we should it, give him a city. He's not like withholding. He's like, okay, you want to know this? Here's what it. But like, why? What are you like an idiot? Like, what yeah. do you need to know? This for? <laughs> God, <laughs> middle manager. And even the, and, and you know what? He's he is like the he's family man too. He's like, well, you literally doubled the number of daughters that I have to hold over. <laughs> I can hold over you. <laughs> like, yeah, well, did, which is did both. You, did you put it down? Oh, it's like, villainous. I honestly think that he cares. He's like, ooh, that's. Not going to be a yeah, good decision. That's bad, bad yeah, decision on your part. It is the delivery on him is so good that he's just yeah. he seems very matter of fact and yet villainous, which is great. Great. Yeah, he's Love saying it. evil stuff, but I honestly think that he's like, ooh, that Sarah thing's going to bite you, buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Andy Diggle, I'm I'm doubling down on last week's theory or whenever my player is two weeks ago that Andy Diggle is not dead and is in fact a member of Hive now. I think they faked his death. That's going to be my. That's how I'm. I'm calling it. It seems this seems like a terrible way to peter out. Otherwise, like, yep, he was a bad guy. Sorry, he's dead now. We've had that thread hanging there for two years. Yeah. let's yeah. just wrap it up in a nice little bow. To me, that seems way too easy. Why delete okay, his file? But does Damien Dark know? I think he's part of Hive. I think he they, basically they like because Lance. Well, comes otherwise, in, otherwise, why is he trying to delete his? Yeah, file? exactly. Lance comes in and says, "Why are you deleting files of all these dead people?" And of course, my first thought was because they work for him, and so yeah. they're right. Where do you think the go- or oh maybe they're the ghosts? Where do you because like maybe that's why they're ghosts? Right. Um, we have oh, that whole, that's interesting. Yeah, because they have that some genetic DNA some weird, thing that we haven't yeah. gotten into. Yeah. So I think I think that is totally 
I think that is totally uh, part of I think that Andy Diggle is either either part of Hive in a like higher capacity or he's being used as like one of the clone. ghosts. Yeah, one or something like that. Clone sauce. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, that's that's my work in theory. Because I, I feel like that's I feel like Dig needs more like there needs to be more in that story. Otherwise it just feels kind of yeah. tossed off. Agreed. Yeah, I'd buy that. I honestly didn't thinking about it, I'd go with the clone sauce theory. Because otherwise, it's a total betrayal of Andy. Or Andy totally betrays Dig. Well, which he already kind of did, we know, because, I mean, we only met him in one episode, really, right? Yeah. In a flashback. Yeah. And he's about half his size. Like yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That is a weird family, but yeah. but he's cool. He seems pretty awesome. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, this guy's best friend? <laughs> i cannot get enough of damien dark <laughs> it's like that kind of exasperated like what i got paper i got paperwork to do get out of here i got stuff i got people to kill i got, I got a city to run yeah like, you wouldn't believe the paperwork on killing all these people who work for me <laughs> um got hr problems at the wazoo I like at the end of the episode that uh, Constantine basically says that Damien Dark is bad news. Yeah. Where kind of everything we've seen about him is that he's just kind of like – he's like a long-suffering <laughs> boss. Like, yeah. oh, you incompetent <laughs> fools. Would you please? Yeah, he's not like – yeah, he doesn't give off that threat that he's unstoppable. Well, yeah. except for that part where he stopped the arrows with his bare hand. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, 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 but uh, I don't know. They still but he drove still got him shot off. in the back by Dig, right? So. Yeah, yeah. They still drove him off in that episode. Yeah, maybe, so, maybe it just suited him to leave at that time. Yeah, I'm sure he's dangerous, but he doesn't. He does not seem unstoppable like Roz seemed. True. Yeah. By the way, back to that first episode. Um, they jump on the train. They throw out one of the uh, one of the ghosts. They confront Damien Dark, and then they jump off the train and blow up the train. <laughs> Why not just blow up the train the first time? Like, don't bother getting on the train. <laughs> if you're going to blow it up, just blow it up. Well, anyway. you know. what? Is it? Yeah. What, yeah. I guess there weren't people on the train other than it his, go- whatever. his goons. Just keep, just... Yeah, but it wasn't like a passenger train. Yeah. What I love about these chats is that don't think too much. Just keep. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, I think yeah. that's the, just keep just keep moving. Speaking of that random, is the moral uh, of the story. Uh, random info drops this week um, on our random info drop segment. Um, Curtis is an Olympic decathlete. I love yeah, that. Right. Well, which is sure. which is a again another piece of background from Mister Terrific. Who well, is bronze, also bronze, bronze medal. medal. Bronze you know, medal. not like yeah. Well, but you the... know, Olympics. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... he was the second best loser. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> geez, man, you're making the Mr. Terrific name sound so much. Oh, you're ter- you're terrific. Don't let John, anybody tell you otherwise. John, you were the worst at it, Little League. <laughs> <laughs> totally. What a horrible. Thing I think it'd be say. good now, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we have. I think you know, so much of Arrow succeeds based on its side, the the recurring characters, the side characters. Like last year, I think Ray Palmer brought a huge. You know, I think we all really enjoyed Ray because he was the only like spot yeah, of sunshine <laughs> yeah. uh, in the show. And this year, I'm enjoying Curtis. I enjoyed John Constantine. Um, you know, I think that they've done a good job 
bringing in characters who are you know can take a little of the drama off our main characters and lightening up the main yeah. characters too. So right. you know, I but and I it was helps it, it helps it all is leading the way a bit in like yeah, he's yeah. grown up. I agree. Right. I think I think the new sunshiny Oliver continues and is great. Um, yeah. It makes the show just a hundred times more fun. Uh, one th- one thing that I noticed. Um, the uh, political consultant comes in and all he says, are you old enough to vote? Um, I was, as I was watching, I kind of expected that guy to be older. I did enjoy that Thea points out that she ran a club and was not old enough to drink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. But I thought, the, I thought that like having an older <clears throat> consultant makes a lot more sense, right? Because you've been around the block enough to be able to actually give valuable Yeah, but you advice. feel like who's, in, who's still but, in Star City to, to actually do that? You, mean, you well, get the okay. feeling everybody's gone, right? Yeah, there's that. Uh, but I just during this conversation, uh, I realized that by casting that guy as a kid that is that Ollie thinks is a kid and younger than him, uh, makes Ollie seem older and more yeah. mature. Mm-hmm. This is right. true. Um, rather than being a young kid, he's he's. Is that guy somebody? I mean, is yeah, that, he's um. Well, I don't know if the character be... is, but the actor. I was reading one of the reviews I read oh. suggested that that guy was. He's a. Uh, uh, I can't remember what show they said he was on, but it was some show where they said, oh, yeah, this guy seems pretty uh, – oh, he was Parker Young, who was uh, in uh, Enlisted and Suburgatory. Um, so, like, he was a not, – not like a star of his own show, but, like, he was basically in a major role on a couple of his own shows. So um, he's going he's gonna to be it around. It seems and, likely that he will recur. And will probably end up being a part of Hive. Yeah, or he will date Thea. <laughs> Oh yeah, we do need someone to date Thea, don't we? <laughs> well, we don't. I mean, I don't know, but it seems well. like they might they might be trying to create some chemistry there. <laughs> he reads visual to me, visually to me, uh, a little too close to Stephen Amell. Like if you panned a camera across the scene and there was him or Stephen Amell there, I'd probably pick the wrong <laughs> one half the time. So I just want to point out that I googled, just curious to see if DC Comics, if his character whose name is Alex Davis, is anybody. And the only hit was one of like you know some terrible wiki site and the bio is one line it's alex davis is a smart and driven young man who will work for oliver queen and become a potential love interest for thea <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> well i guess that settles that huh i like that. well she she does have bad uh bad history with love interests yeah, this guy's probably an assassin or something yeah so he's yeah right right yeah. I, i'm gonna uh boy well, after last season, it doesn't seem like she should have she should have to date someone who works for Damien Dark. Yeah, yeah that seems yeah. right. Well, she uh, she had the yeah. nuts for uh, Constantine. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that yeah. was a, that was yeah. a funny. Or that was a that funny was line. that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that line. Was a special kind of yummy or something? <laughs> and, yes. and then Oliver's yeah. like, yeah. "Oh God, really?" <laughs> yeah, I don't say that kind of stuff to my sibling. <laughs> I don't. I would never say that to my sister. <laughs> I don't yeah. say that to my well, friends. So like I would never say that. But whatever. yeah, this is an episode. Where, I mean, I don't know. I always enjoy. You know, granted, there's a lot of references to that. Like you know, with Thea saying that, and Constantine talking about how attractive everybody is, and Felicity mentioning attractive women from Oliver's path. Yeah. Past, and you sit there and you think. I mean, well, let's be fair, guys. It's a TV show. Everybody's really attractive. Let's just acknowledge that. (laughs) You're all on television for a reason. Right. So Lance and Diggle, Detective and Dig. (laughs) When does that go into uh, production? Uh, Right after (laughs) Legends of Tomorrow. (laughs) Probably. I want to see more of 
that that is a dynamic I hadn't even thought about up until now. Yeah, I mean, and I, one of the reviews I read was like, "Has these two ever ever actually shared a scene together?" And I'm like, "Well, not with anything like actually meaningful, probably." I mean, I'm no. sure they've crossed paths, but we really haven't had any plot lines that dealt with the two of them, and that does feel like an underutilized opportunity. In the same way that I think that they've been building up like the Laurel Thea relationship this season, it's nice to sort of yeah. rejigger the pieces. Laurel Thea makes a lot of sense, uh, and in fact, Thea makes a callback to. Because Thea makes an appeal to Oliver to yeah. stop being like. It, interestingly, Thea hires a political consultant, and the consultant gives kind of obvious advice, uh, and then Thea tries to talk Oliver out of it, uh, and which I thought was okay. I was okay with that. I mean, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. That's you know that makes sense. But but I like that um, she underscored for Oliver and. Uh, the audience yeah. really like the the ties right. between the lance and the queen families it's like yeah yeah which is yeah. really which is really good to bring in that sort of history because yeah. i think too often shows lose that backstory yeah. i mean those families are wedded i mean not in a <laughs> not, not necessarily in the, not in a good way, way. But, I mean, they yeah. are like they're married they're they're intertwined in, well yeah in, and in, we get yeah. an interesting moment this week i was thinking about with um felicity and oliver where they talk about like saying goodbye to people essentially mm-hmm. um and oliver mentioned oliver mentions tommy which is also the first time we've heard about him in, in a long time yeah um and i thought he would mention shadow yeah good talking point to the new girlfriend maybe it'll bring yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not maybe not <laughs> um but it does again you know just to draw to, to keep this thread running underneath we've got the grave still lingering over all of this you know with who's in the, who's in the grave mm-hmm. who's in the grave yeah. So also, do you know what? I really loved that discussion between uh Ollie and Felicity. Uh because again, it just shows maturity. Yeah. Felicity's really broken up about Ray. And yeah. Yeah. Ollie isn't jealous or being weird about it or anything. He's like, look, he understands. And they can talk about it. Like adults, which is so nice. Oh, it's yeah, so just have, it's sidebar to um, Agents of Shield, uh, which is uh, I think did a similar thing with uh, Fitz and Simmons, which yeah. I thought was a nice move yeah. on that show as yeah. well. Yeah, um, but it is nice. Again, yes, you're totally right. It's nice to have that be a adult conversation rather than a a source of angst. Like you know, that's the difference between high school dramas and dramas where people are supposed to be grown ups. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah um so yeah that was a that was a good scene i forgot one thing i forgot to that we didn't discuss last week is um there's a brief the scene where uh ollie comes in to tell people that he's running for mayor and thea says why aren't you wearing it yeah right and then later on felicity or laurel i think says to felicity like what did you think you wasn't wearing you weren't wearing yeah which you know obviously i think we all clearly know is the engagement ring which is still there somewhere um but that is still also kind of hanging over this season too is the idea that that there might be something more coming down the road for those characters i do think that that will be awkward for laurel yeah well you know well it would would be that's awkward that would be awkward i I mean a little they work together all the time now right like how awkward would it be there's no way it's felicity in the grave right 
I, guys. We don't. We don't. <laughs> no, guys. We are, guys we're tell, all really trying to reassure tell me, ourselves. Tell me, there's, there's no, 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 it's not, no not going to happen, John. Not going <laughs> to happen. They'll clone her first. Because, because it no. seems like you know, to a certain degree, that's what's being set up. Yeah, but I mean, because there's because a lot of, of possible ring. fake out ideas too, right? You know, like, like, oh gosh, if only I had finally like gotten around to asking her to marry yeah, me. But again, we've discussed this. That that show just goes into a tailspin at that point, right? I think I think that show is hard to redeem if they if they decide they wanted to kill her off. Like that would well, be except they keep bringing everybody back. It's I, like she well, she can't... she could come back as like yeah. who knows what. But they, if it I was mean, Felicity in the grave, ooh, way more angry than we saw him. Yeah, I agree with that too. Way yeah, more that's where and everybody like oh man. I still think Laurel is a more likely candidate. Barry would be just going ballistic, first of all. He wouldn't be like, yeah, sorry, I showed up late. Like, Yeah, fair point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Okay, we're good? We're talking down off the ledge? <sighs> I don't know. It's so creepy. Okay. <laughs> I got I to gotta sit down. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other notes from this week's show? I thought it was great. Yeah. I'm I thought really it was, like I thought it was. I thought it was good and enjoyable. I, it's not my favorite of the ones we've seen so far. No, no, it keeps rolling. It doesn't make sense. It's like here's a yeah, salad. Right. It's just, just it seems a little it that... seems a little sloppy. Seems a little sloppy to me, but it's still it's still hitting on the the right notes for this season. Yeah, it's it's kind of like yeah. a uh it's like a big puppy of an episode. It's just got too much yeah. energy, too much enthusiasm. But you still can't help it. It's like a puppy. It's all you still over can't the help place. it. Yeah. yeah it exactly. was it was really fun romp. I don't think it told a cohesive story. No. <laughs> really? It really, yeah. it really it worked, did not. And I had fun. Yeah, and I liked a lot right. of the ingredients. I do think John. I really have my fingers crossed that they will bring John Constantine back at some point for a more. Yeah. Now that we have set him up as a character, you know, yeah. who knows something about this. I do want to use him sparingly, though. Sure, because yeah. you can't. Yeah, yeah. But like, it'd be nice to have him show up yeah. towards the back end of the season when they're starting to get like really into the whole Damian Dark thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, what, what, the one thing I liked is that when Ollie asks uh, Constantine about. Dark Constantine says that uh, basically he's he's bad news, and all his reaction is like, "Oh, you've heard of him? Like, yeah, oh, that's not good news, that's, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> you've heard of this guy, it's, it's like, then he's not like, just some dude, yeah. Like, you, so you why do you know the well, manager at a well, paper also, company? Also, it's specific, right? I mean, it's specifically." Oh, he this guy runs in the magical world. Right. Yeah, well that that's what it means. Which it's I don't like think he not... you know, I don't I think he probably had a pretty good idea that that was the case previously, but maybe not completely confirmed. Yeah, but somebody ranking in the magical world to the level that Constantine's yeah. like, whoa, what the fuck? Right. Like, yeah. That's right. That's different right. than like somebody dabbling, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um well, let's see. Next week uh, I don't know if you saw the promo for next no. week, but it looks like next week we're going to go full into bringing back Ray. Um, episode is titled Lost Souls. Um, and I did watch the promo, which suggests exactly where Ray is, which is interesting. Ties into our overarching plot a bit, um, but I won't, <laughs> I won't spoil anything else. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with you guys. This was a good one. Uh, the show continues to hit on, at least on the fun cylinders. Um, yeah. I think it's it's uh, it's going great. I'm looking forward to the next few episodes. I think we have a little... Uh, I think we have a little, we have a little hiatus soon. around Thanksgiving. So two more epi- the next two episodes, 
we have lost souls and we have brotherhood and then we have a, a break for a couple weeks um so yeah so that will be we'll in uh, the the one season episode eight um is called legends of yesterday which is early december so that seems to it's be the a, typical crossover one too yeah well that seems yeah it seems like we're gonna get a crossover and we're right. gonna get uh you know some tie-in with the kicking off the legends of tomorrow yeah so we got a couple episodes left to sort of put all the pieces back on the board uh and we should see some interesting good stuff brotherhood to me suggests maybe maybe an andy diggle appearance uh, so or maybe uh maybe Deathstroke comes back oh man <laughs> and you know what tommy has been actually on every show uh every season yeah well we had him in we had him in a flashback last time right yeah, 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 and then I would two, love to see Tom. I would love to see yeah, Tom. Again. I, I enjoyed that actor yeah. quite a bit. I think he's great. Uh, it would be nice to see him in a you know in a flashback or a, mm-hmm. we had him in like a drug-addled state, right? Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like you know, and you could have him in some magical thing. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. We got like a seance, right? <laughs> or maybe Damien Dark used to him as a clone. Yeah. Everyone's a maybe, clone. Maybe Tommy comes back and gets killed again, and he's in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so mean. He's like Kenny. Oh, <laughs> he, just keeps, he just keeps coming up. Oh, God, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> Poor Tommy just keeps getting killed. Um, do you know what? It's so refreshing, though. So, the first season we had uh, Malcolm Merlin as the bad guy, clearly insane, driven by anger. Uh, second season we had uh, Slade Wilson, ditto, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. Third season, <laughs> question mark? I don't, right, not even. A question mark is implies something. This is like a weird, wet, amorphous blanket of something. Uh, and it's so refreshing to have a villain who will admit to, to Lance that he's the bad guy. Yeah. Like, what is it that you want? Well, you know, I want to reset the world and maybe a glass of Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not in that order. But, and he's having fun with, like, he's like, look, I know I'm going to do a bunch of bad stuff. It's okay. Yeah, he's more, uh, still he's very, jerk. he's very honest. He's more yeah, chaotic the... evil or neutral evil or something. I don't know. He's got, you know, he's, he's, he's evil, but he's got, like, I don't know. He's, he's not taking it too seriously. He's having yeah. a good time with his evil. Yeah. Right. Merlin right. and Slade both worked in that they were driven by revenge. That's fine. But uh, it's refreshing to have a character, a, a villain, that is not necessarily driven by something that we know. But like, it's not reactionary necessarily. It's, it's, he's got a cause. It's kind of a nice yeah. change. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Those guys seem so angry. Damien Dark, yeah, for, right. He's not for angry. his last name. Seems yeah. like a pretty lighthearted guy. <laughs> you don't choose your name, guy. English. <laughs> that is perfect example. Perfect Ouch. example. Okay. Wow. Well, and on that note, yeah. On that I'm note, I think we'll. Up. Yeah. I think we'll wrap for this week. But we'll be back <laughs> next week to discuss episode six. Um and and we'll all be very small at that point. Uh, thank <laughs> you, John. Get, Moltz, for episode being here. six entitled "Let's Get Small." Yeah, <laughs> or a, a ray of hope, as you suggested last week. <laughs> That's right. Uh, John Moltz, <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you, and Guy English, thank you for being here. Thank you, and we'll see all of you next week. Thank you.